You're listening to Gonzaga Nation with hosts Dan Dickow. Coach Few on more than one occasion has told the two of us, hey, you're two of the three worst defenders in, in school history. And Adam Morrison. You're an NBA player. Uh, your jersey's going to get retired at Gonzaga. So, like, let's just pick your brain instead of mine. Part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. Gonzaga Nation SI, Dan Dickow, your host for today's episode Kind of out of the blue. Glad to have this person as a guest. He's one of my favorite former teammates slash Zags, none other than Matt Santangelo. Matt, thanks for joining. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Well, we kind of threw, I don't want to say threw this episode together spur of the moment, but it came about quickly because you're involved with a great new initiative that's going to benefit Gonzaga athletics and in particular student athletes on the basketball side, I would imagine men's and women's basketball, but then also trickle down to the other sports. And that is an NIL based program called friends of spike. Tell us a little bit more about what this whole program's about. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on definitely timely in this episode uh, with the fact that we launched friends of spike just this morning. Uh, so Friends of Spike is, you know, is the collective of uh, both businesses and fans of Gonzaga sports, um, you know, beyond basketball, even though that's that's where it starts, uh, that w- have an opportunity to really empower the athlete like we've never seen before. Certainly wasn't around when you and I were doing it. Um, and that is this NIL initiative. And for those that don't know, the NIL stands for Name, Image, and Likeness. And essentially what that means is that athletes now can profit off of their own individual name, image, and likeness, kind of their brand. Um, And this kind of shook up the, it is shaking up the college landscape uh, and is, is, we're seeing a lot of different examples of schools doing it, but they're not going to do it as well as Gonzaga does. And we're really excited to have launched uh, Friends of Spike this morning. So when you look at the NIL as a whole across college athletics, you saw a lot of football um, student athletes get deals. You've seen a lot of basketball ones. A couple of the, the Gonzaga players like Chad Holmgren and Drew Timmy have signed some, what I would imagine for a college student athletes, a, a massive deal. Um, yeah. But I would imagine then for friends of spike, you're trying to help as many student athletes find partnerships with businesses across the city, maybe even the region. Um, Kind of guide my thoughts there. How, how is that working or what's the thought behind it? No, I think you're exactly right. I mean, guys like Chet and Drew, they're going to have a, a different type of opportunity. Maybe national brands, in some cases, global brands are going to be targeting them. But how do you empower everyone else? How do you empower the bench? You know, how do you empower three through 15 um, or the other sports? Uh, because their name, image and likeness has value too. Um, and that value is defined in a lot of different ways. Uh, be it, you know, maybe some of them want to do public speaking. Maybe some of them want to come do camps and clinics, kind of like what you've done at Shoot360 with a couple athletes. Um, and so just trying to connect those resources in the community, those businesses that want to support athletes uh, in a way that athletes then can go out and um, uh, provide value. Because uh, it's all based on quid pro quo. I mean, athletes have to do something. This is not a handout. This is a business opportunity for them and then educating the athletes on what that what the market looks like you know how they need to behave how they need to dress you know all the things you and i have learned over years of being kind of uh you know adults and professionals they don't know yet so 
it's not only giving them the opportunity to have some financial resource, but it is some great life lessons that they're going to start to learn a lot younger than, you know, again, than we did. Um, and it's trying to bring it all together in a way under Friends of Spike um, that makes it understandable, that makes it uh, accessible uh, and makes it successful. If I'm not mistaken, one of the other people that you're working closely alongside with this is Shaniqua Nillis. She played on the women's team at Gonzaga. What type of perspective does she bring? Because, and I'm not saying this is a slight in any way to the women's program, but you guys probably have a different perspective based on uh, your roles of, of jobs and businesses that you've been involved with with the community. Yeah, so I think just to back, because I think that's a great point in the fact that it's another example of what friends of, what separates Friends of Spike from other initiatives or collectives that you're starting to see other schools do. None of them have two former athletes uh, as a part in, in roles that I am in and Shaniqua uh, is in. Uh, ones that, you know, lived it, we played it, we figured out how to go to school and make practice and make workouts and manage uh, the growth of, um, you know, our, our both academic and athletic careers. And I think that does lend a unique perspective. And then specifically for Shaniqua, uh, I think it just gives us a greater diversity of thought and perspective. Um, the fact that, you know, we think, you know, we puff our chests out pretty good because we were men's basketball, you know, we're the, we're the money makers, we're the uh, uh, revenue sport. Um, however, that again, that doesn't change that there are, is going to be opportunities for athletes across the athletic department. Uh, and then, uh, at the end of the day, it takes more than one person to herd all the cats because there's a lot, a lot of cats, a lot of these athletes, you know. So I think it just it it allows again, creating that accessibility, creating that connection to the opportunity. Um, some people are gonna you know appreciate my perspective. Some people are gonna appreciate Shaniqua's perspective. But at the end of the day, it's a deep bench, um, and we have a lot of resources tied to alumni here in Spokane that can help these athletes navigate a lot of these things. Before you guys went full force and decided to start this, I'm, I'm sure you, you had a lot of early conversations with uh, maybe some some uh, benefactors of the university, people that are uh, maybe on the board of regents at the school, also some really kind of movers and shakers in the business community. What was their response like? And, and if you can give us an example of some of the businesses that are maybe uh, full speed ahead, ready to help. Yeah. So the, the, the response has been really, I mean, it's, as you can imagine, twofold. You know, some people really um, are struggling to wrap their mind around, you know, paying players for so many years, especially benefactors have been told you can't interact directly with <laughs> yeah. players, right? You can't, bu you can't buy them dinner. You can't buy them a coffee. You can't do anything. And now all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you can engage an athlete uh, in an opportunity, but, you know, there's still some parameters around it. Then you have the conversation of like just amateur athletics versus paid to play and kind of what that dynamic is. Um, so there's been a lot of education. The last piece educationally, which I think the audience will appreciate, is that how the name, image, and likeness initiative has been set up across the country is that it has to be completely independent of the athletic department. They can't have influence on it. They can't give recommendations. They can't make deals. That's why, it's exactly why organizations like Friends of Spike have started to, uh, um, uh, to uh, become more recognizable uh, and out there more often because, you know, that, frankly, the athletic department, they're hamstrung. They can't do anything around name, image, and likeness. So then you kind of get into this real gray area of who's doing what. 
And so again, why Friends of the Spike, I think is going to be the, the right model and the, the model for other schools going forward is that it puts Zags in contact with Zags. You know, we can speak to the athletic experience. We can work with local businesses um, and, and make it so that it, there is a, hopefully a level of trust. Um, so that's that dynamic. So people that are like, what is this NIL? It's going to change the landscape of college sports. Um, does it get me better seats in McCarthy Athletic Center? Do I get better tickets to Vegas? Like, no, 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 because it's completely independent and separate. But then, of course, you always have those, those individuals and businesses say, like, we need this. Like, if we want Gonzaga basketball to remain Gonzaga basketball as we know it today, this is another tool in the tool belt, right? It's another asset that, uh, that we need in our community, just like we needed McCarthy the athletic center and then well before that the espn contract mccarthy athletic center the private plane this is the next piece um in college sports that allows you to tell a more comprehensive story to recruits and so um and so we had a group of people that said yes uh we need to do this we've got to figure out how to solve it how do we do it our way the zag way um and those are like e automotive washington trust bank um the wolf company uh, DA uh, Northwest uh, dealers auto auction um, and Hemings. I mean, there's a several different people that said, absolutely. we got to figure out a way to do it um, and structure it the right way. I've run a couple small clinics uh, kind of for this NIL likeness for, for a couple of the GU players. I'm about to run one for one of the women's players. If there's other businesses in town that are a smaller business that want to help support and uh, be, be involved with a Gonzaga athlete. How do they go about uh, getting connected with Friends of Spike? Yeah, so we just launched the website today. So friendsofspike.com. Uh, there's a form on it that allows you to kind of to click through and give some information, you know, because it could be something, it could be a shooting clinic. It could be a, an autograph session. It could be autographed memorabilia. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to, to engage athletes. So it kind of give, gives us an idea of what, what the person might be looking for. Um, but those things, emails actually come to sneak one eye. And so then we kind of vet some of those. We'll contact, like if it was you, Dan, like, hey, we called Dan back. Say, okay, Dan, what are you looking to try to accomplish? Who do you want to engage? Um, understand a little bit of the, the budget, really, and, and what is in it for the players. And then we can present those opportunities to the athletes. You know, here you go, um, you know, Ben Gregg, this is an opportunity. What do you think? Because at, at the end of the day, it's their name, image, and likeness. Yeah. They have to opt in or opt out of these opportunities. We're just trying to aggregate it so that not every, you know, individual business, one, they don't know how to get in touch with Ben Gregg. And two, Ben Gregg then has to vet every opportunity that can be overwhelming to a, you know, 18-year-old college freshman who's really focused on March Madness and his craft and going to school. So anyway, that, that's where I think the service and the value is, is that we're going to try to be that conduit from the athlete to the community and the community to the athletes to help navigate some of those questions. So answer your question again, friendsofspike.com. There's a form. You'll get contacted by me or Shaniqua if you have an idea or opportunity for them. Well, I love it. I love how uh, Gonzaga former student athletes are, are trying to help the current wave uh, of student athletes and being innovative in that sense. So last question, Matt, before I let you go is if NIL was around when you were yeah. a part of that first Elite Eight team, what company or business in Spokane were you hoping would have given you a call? 
oh shoot probably like brew cheese or something you know <laughs> i mean me and mike nielsen used to go up to golden corral for some buffet you know so i don't think i mean what the access they're going to have is going to be completely different i do remember though uh it may have been after my senior year but i went and did like a um i did an all-employee meeting both at washington trust and at hollister steer um, which would have been perfect NIL opportunities. Um, and at the time, it was great because I, I enjoyed doing those things. That I get to learn a lot. Um, but back then, it would have been nice to have a couple dollars in my pocket, too, to do it. So I think, you know, even back then, there were, you know, there was a market for it. Um, and it's only grown and grown and grown over the years. Well, Matt, I appreciate the time. I know you've got a lot of requests because you guys just launched this publicly today. And uh, obviously, I think it's a great thing. And I think there's two great people behind it uh, to help Gonzaga student athletes. So best of luck with this. And uh, as I'm sure you've heard from other fellow former Zags, let me know how I can help. Yeah, appreciate it, Dan. Thanks for having me on.